Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast. Settle in, snuggle in, and let's talk paper crafting, junk journals, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. And that's what I'm going to be focusing on today, answering some of your crafty questions from YouTube. And I have a question from Kitty23 who asks, Hi Pam, love your ideas. My question is, how do you find the time to do the awesome work you do for us and keep on top of all of your shops and Facebook, etc.? <clears throat> do you stick to a schedule? <clears throat> Would be nice to win a scrappy contest, never win anything, lol. Love, Sunny. Okay, alright. First of all, um, shameless plug here. Hey, don't forget, September, free gift with purchase. If you purchase a fundle, you will get a free printed digi kit that means five pages on nice lightweight cardstock beautiful victorian images the digi kit is called um, fantastical victorian times and it will only be available with this special it will never be for sale in my etsy shop so there you go all right so answering the question how do you find the time to do the awesome work you do for us okay so basically um I'm a bit of an efficiency junkie, so if I can, I'm always looking for ways where I can do the most with the least effort, I guess you would say, but still maintain high quality. So uh, wherever I can remove a step, I will. And um, so when I'm making my fundals, when I'm walking back and forth along the banister and putting out a page of stuff, anything that I can do, like, why am I saying like every five seconds? I will now not say like anymore for this podcast. If I say like, you must let me know. And how many times I say it. I'm trying to drop the like. Oh, I said it. Okay, there's one. <clears throat> Maybe two at this point. Okay. Carrying one batch of papers. I could carry two batches of papers. Therefore, I don't have to run back and get a new batch of papers. I could carry three or four batches of papers. This helps me work out. I carry more things. Um, and I consider it my gym. Um, so the more I can carry in one trip, that helps me. So little things like that help save time. Um, and um, organizing my day to do what makes the most difference or what is the most important to move things forward first. Um, that's something that I've always tried to do. Not always. I, I didn't come out of the womb thinking that. But um, that has helped me a lot in life. Do what makes the most difference first. And um, generally, uh, I get up pretty early. For some reason, I've been getting up between four and six lately. <clears throat> um, so there's a lot of quiet time. Um, the phone isn't ringing. The world is quiet. And I'm able to get a lot of things done. So generally, I will uh, process orders first. So I get those ready. And um, they'll be ready to go for the mail for that day. Um, I like to batch make things. That also helps expedite time. Um, so for example, when you see my fundals, maybe I'll make you know, anywhere from 50 to 100 fundals at a time, and then I have them ready. I make them, then I package them, and then I bring them down here to the craft room. Um, like right over there, there's a box of maybe 15 and maybe 10 here, and they're already in their plastic sleeve, so all I need to do is seal them up and pop them into the... Uh, into the package. Now, if I'm really organized and fancy town and everything, I will go ahead and package these up in the um, priority mail envelope 
Um, and this month they're, they're having the free gift in there. So I will have all that together. All I need to do when somebody orders is print the label and put it on. And that's quick and that saves me a lot of time. So if I have some hours, I will spend time organizing funnels. If I have other hour, hours, I will spend time uh, pre-cutting papers for the funnels upstairs. Sometimes I go a Sunday afternoon or something. It's a little quiet. Not a lot is going on. But I feel like doing something. I'll go up there and I'll just cut I'll cut books apart, I'll cut papers um, for a couple hours until my arm falls off. And um, no, it's actually, it's probably good for me because I need the exercise because I've never been known for upper body strength. Um, And layering things in slowly. When I first started um, the paper outpost, first of all, there was just me making journals at home by myself in the quiet darkness of it all and nobody knew I was there. Then I realized in order for people to know I was there, uh, then I put up the Etsy shop and, uh, you know, crickets and, and, and uh, nightcrawler whistles and things like that, meaning nobody knew I was there just because I put the Etsy shop up. So I thought, okay, how, how are they going to know I'm there? Well, maybe I need to try a YouTube channel so they can know I'm there. Set that up and then slowly layered in different social media because once I started to understand that social media advertising is free, and you're putting the word out and if hopefully if you give people value they will come back and look again and maybe you can um, get them excited about making their own journals which is by far amazing and then you know if those who are interested in purchasing something they have the option to do that if you have the books ready okay so um, learn okay I am no master of any social media I am completely and honestly fumbling my way through. I'll watch a couple videos about it and I'll think, okay, what am I doing now? How can I make it a little better? Because I'm probably doing something that are that is more, maybe it's what was recommended five years ago. So I need, I need to kind of catch up to, you'll never catch up to speed because things always change, but something is better than nothing. So one fishing line in the water has, even if it has bad bait on it, has a better chance of catching a fish then no fishing lines in the water. So I thought to myself, put a little bit on out there and just just see what happens. What have you got to lose? A little bit of your time? It's okay, Pam, go ahead. Give it a go. So started layering in those and then swept back um, a year or two later and revamped and re-looked at things and said, okay, these are, you know, audaciously horrible. Can you improve them? Is there a way to make them better? So methodically trying to look at them one at a time, spending a week or so watching some, a bunch of YouTube videos on how we're doing things in 2020 or 2021 or 2022 and, and seeing you know, how I could make those things better. So learning that, not trying to do too, I know this sounds funny, not trying to do too much too soon, but just sitting down and sitting with Pinterest for a while and trying to learn one thing about Pinterest, but learn it well. Um, then when I, I feel comfortable and I'm kind of okay, I've, I've improved where I was on Pinterest. Now let me go look at Instagram. Instagram kind of scares me still. I don't know why. Um, I don't really see the logic and stories if they go away. So I know there's a way you can save them, but um, it's a lot of work to do videos and that. And for me to record something and have it just disappear in the mist where it's gone, I don't get that. I don't get why anybody would want to do that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Maybe I'm just a crazy, kooky gal over here not really getting it. Probably. Probably. Um, but uh, a lot of people do very well with story. Okay, so I really don't understand anything about these different things, but I'm learning. I'm on my journey. I'm uh, trying to learn a little bit every day. And um, so she asks, um, do you, oh, and for my Facebook group, I do have a beautiful uh, group of angels who do help me with that. So I have moderators and admins that help me navigate that because one thing I learned with the Facebook group um, is uh, you do need to have people um, watching it because it can go crazy very quickly. And I did not know that. I waddled in thinking, what a nice thing. We can have a nice little Facebook group where we can, I can see what you guys make. Maybe I'm tired of looking at what I make all the time. I want to see what you guys make. And we have this nice, happy place. We can all put our, our things in here, our pictures of what we're making. We're doing weekly and monthly challenges. We're doing uh, seeing what you make from these videos. How could that be? And then all of a sudden, you know, so I got the thing up and started and it wasn't long before it got taken over and like crazy things were being posted on there. Nothing to do with paper crafting. It became a bullhorn for everything ugly. And I thought, and I was starting to get some emails. Pam, have you seen what's going on in your Facebook group? You need to go look at it. I don't think you're going to like it. Make sure to. And I go over there. Oh my God. You know, so I started deleting all the stuff, deleting all the stuff. And I swear to you, these angels of mercy came floating in from the different corners of the world. And they said, Pam, Pam, we can help you. We see what you're trying to do. And we're very familiar with... No, 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 okay. Um, We're very familiar with uh, Facebook groups and how they work. And we can help bring safety and... um, Uh, focus back to your group and I I, I was like you gotta be kidding you guys want to help me that's amazing I mean I don't even know you and here you are just like floating in uh, you know uh, with these beautiful thoughts and and wanting to create this community to have people have a nice safe and happy place to play and so um, I do have help there and I'm so forever grateful to them because um, I would not be able to operate it otherwise. Um, I do go into my Facebook group. I do look at the posts um, and I do want experience and the awe and the splendor of what you guys are doing. So it totally moves me. And thank you so much uh, for those of you who have come over. If you're scared or afraid, and I get it. a lot of people don't like Facebook. I was never a really big fan of Facebook, but I thought if I could make a community where people can come, that would be a nice thing. I would like that. So that's that's how that works. And uh, boy, this is a long answer to one question, isn't it? Well, she has some multiple questions in here. Let's, let's be very honest. Okay, so then she says, or she asks, do you stick to a schedule? Okay, so I have a little thing I do, which helps keep me on track. It's not really a schedule. Did I whistle that S? I have plastic teeth in, please forgive me. Um, um, I have braces in and I, they, they make me talk funny, I think. But um, I have this little thing where, um, 
okay, well, I'll, I'll just tell you what it is. I do BBB on my page. I put the top, uh, the date at the top and the things I'm going to do that day. That always helps me um, get off to a good, strong start. So BBB is bird, book, butt. Bird, I have to feed my birds. Book, um, I have to grade some things. And butt is um, I have to take my... Um, uh, vitamins. That's me remind, reminding myself to take care of myself and be healthy and that. And then I um, also uh, focus on uh, posting to um, all my different social media platforms. So that gets accomplished. And then, so, and, and that needs to happen every day. So get the word out. And because people like to look at information in different ways. Some people like to watch videos. Some people like to listen to podcasts. They're auditory. Some people um, uh, maybe like to read. They like to read newsletters. Um, I'm toying with the idea of a blog. So maybe we'll have some blog reading, which would be uh, another way you can, you know, silently read on a bus or on a train or in the car. Nausea, nausea in the car for me. But if it works for you, great. Um, So people are different and the way they absorb and and take in information. So I I want there to be uh, multiple ways that you can absorb it. And um, so there's that. And then I write a list of the, I guess I would say the most important, uh, all the things I have to do. I brain dump, okay, everything I got to do, whether it's go to the bank, um, make two videos, make a couple podcasts, um, that type of thing. Um, When I'm really grooving. I uh, have a couple videos banked. Um, I've even had as many as three months of videos banked at one time. That has vaporized and I'm down to the next video right now where I have to make it before it goes up. And you'll probably have seen me goof up some video dates recently where I, I literally woke up on Sunday thinking it was Saturday and I thought I had no video going up at 6.30 in the morning. So I ran and sat down and I thought, okay. I need to put, I need to make a video and upload it before seven. And it turned out it was Sunday. So yeah. So maybe, maybe a schedule would be a good thing. And actually what I do is when I, um, bank my videos, I just, that's, I make a bunch of videos. So I have them at the ready. I write down a list of dates, just handwriting down like August, August 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, all the way down the page. And then I will put what video will go on what date. And I will also put on Tuesdays and Thursdays, what podcast will go on what date. And that makes me feel a lot better. So I, I should do more of that right now. I'm, I'm, uh, I haven't been doing that for a bit. I need to do that because that is a good thing to do to stay organized. Um, I do, I, I don't write in a traditional journal way, like, um, my, my thoughts and feelings so much, but I do write a lot of, um, to do's organizational things, um, checklists, uh, plans for the future. If I get an idea for, um, Pinterest pins, I will, I have a little section called Pinterest pin. I'll, I'll just write the idea there. Or if I have, um, an idea for a new digikit, I have a special section in my, my current journal for new digikit idea. So I try and capture that's a, that's a huge way to save time. It, you, you're going to have a lot of ideas in life. If you can capture them, then when you're out of ideas, you just go back and look at your previous ideas and you realize you have a ton of ideas. So that helps uh, with um, creating things. And uh, bank stuff, I run around and do that, regular household stuff, cleaning the house, that kind of stuff, taking care of sunny, bathing, feeding, all that type of thing. <clears throat> you know, all that life stuff. 
And then there's going to the post office. I take um, most of my things to the post office myself because not everything will fit in my mailbox. So if it will fit in my mailbox, it will go in my mailbox for the day. And my mail person usually comes between 11 and 1. Um, but if for some reason, maybe I get um, some orders or something has to go in a bigger box at, that won't fit in my mailbox, I will take it down to the post office. And I have triangulated my post offices. I know exactly their hours that they're open, what, how long the lobby is open, where has the good stash for the extra boxes and the extra priority mail envelopes, um, what are the busy times, what are the quiet times, and... Um, uh, I have it all. I have it all figured out. Um, so there's that. And then um, <clears throat> let's see, just going down the current list that I have. Um, do, 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 do. And then just like regular life stuff. I mean, the rest of it is life stuff. So uh, going back to the question, do you stick to a schedule? Apparently I don't stick to it, but it would be good if I did. That would be the answer to that. Would be nice to win a scrappy contest. Oh, if you don't know, on Fridays I'm doing scrappy contests. And I think I have some pretty cool scraps that folks might be interested in, and my scraps do get away on me, and I do feel great sadness when I have like seven bags of scraps, and it's just its just not right. It's just not like they should be out there in the world doing good things. So um, if you post a comment on a Friday video, that's a, uh, it can be anything, um, uh, it, you don't have to answer a question or anything, but that will automatically enter you into the following week's scrappy contest and then uh during the following week i will use that youtube random comment picker and we will uh, do that on air live on air but recorded um and i will show you who is the winner and uh, then all you do is contact me and um give me your uh, name and address and say hey i won the contest and then i will package up the scraps and mail them off to you and uh, yeah, yeah, so that's kind of a fun way to get things out there because n- nothing is more fun than other people's scraps, right? You're right, I know. Okay, <clears throat> next question. I think we have time for a, a second question. Um, Yvonne Kelly asks, um, she, I ha- she actually watched my first, very first ever video for the Paper Outpost, which is called My Dirty Little Junk Journal Secret, How It All Began. And she said, why don't you sell them? I think your followers would love one of your journals. Um, great question. And I was actually just looking at one of my my uh, my historic, <laughs> my older journals. And you know what it is, Yvonne? Um, they're, my, they're my babies. They are the expression of how I learned across the days of making junk journals. Plus, they're also reminders of things I will forget that I have done, and I like to use them for that. And what you're actually seeing in that coffee table trunk thing that I have in the living room is the downscaled version of what I had before. And I had them, first of all, totally, I had a a bookcase in my craft room, and the bookcase was full instantly let me tell you I got bitten so hard by the junk journal book I just wanted to make these from morning till night and then um, I went and I said well I need more room so I looked in my closet and I had an upper high shelf that ran around the inside of the closet and you know I said to my hubby you're not really using that space up there would you mind if I put a few books up there he said sure Um, not knowing to what he was truly agreeing to and uh, so anyway, boxes of books, junk journals got put up there. 
And then I discovered the coffee table that I had had an empty. It only had a a chess game, checkers game, and a Jenga game in it in my coffee table. And I thought, oh, here's another little supply of uh, area I could put some junk journals. And finally, I put so many in there that the table, the lid wouldn't close right. And my my hubby was on to me, and he said, "Hun." Maybe it's time you think about selling some junk journals. So what I did was I did sell some of my uh, early ons. Early on, I did. And I pared it down to the ones I really wanted to keep for nostalgia, part of my history, so I could look back and, and um, uh, just, just see what I did or how I did it. Because you will have an evolution with your creations. They will change over time. You will do different things. Many of my junk journals were flat, like a regular book. They weren't bursting forth with tons of ephemera. They were just little doodads here and there, or maybe every third, fourth, or fifth page. Like this one I'm looking at right now is one, two, three, four, five signatures, but it lies flat. Um, and uh, it's interesting to go back, and I, I highly encourage if you're going to make junk journals, is save a few from your beginning times, because it is really cool to look back at what you made and compare to how you make things now. So um, there you go. I think we, we covered the gamut and there's more questions coming, but we will answer those on Craft Chat coming up on a Friday. And we will also occasionally answer some here on um, the Paper Outpost podcast. I always have to remember where I am. <laughs> where, where, where am I? What day is it? Who are you, Sonny? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so there you go, folks. And if you have not signed up for my free monthly emailed newsletter, you might be interested in doing so just because you get a free digital image emailed to you every month, a checklist of supplies, a note from the bookmaker, which explains what a junk journal is, and a page list of ideas to help you decorate your junk journal. I have a merchandise shop where if you like the phrase create with reckless abandon or everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise, and you would just love to see that on a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a zipped hoodie, mug, tote, water bottle, you name it, I've got you covered. And uh, you can find me on Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And most of all, remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon, everybody. Go out and have some fun. Take care. Bye-bye.